The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for being an intentional spirit and for being interested in how to have better relationships in your life. As you know, we offer tools rather than rules um, in supporting all of us and our our overall general well-being, practical applications and, and ways that you can enhance your life. And one of the key issues which... It seems that we ought to have classes in school. Um, we ought to grow up with more information about how to have good relationships, how to have, how to have healthier ones, how to survive the ones that are broken up, but where do we go from here? And so today I have called in a relationship expert, um, who goes across the country, who shares video series, who does a tell it summit, who gathers people from all over the world to talk about this thing called relationship. Ellen Smoke, welcome to our show today. I'm so glad you're here. I am so thrilled to be here. I couldn't imagine another place uh, worth being right now. Thank you for having me. This is this is amazing. Oh, it's it's such an honor. And you know, I tell people, Ellen, all the time, um, every week, every chance I get, that everything in your life goes back to how are you in relationship. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, to me, what you're doing is just so powerful and so profound. And also, you're helping people not only overcome, you know, what they go through from breakups and changes, but not to repeat the, have somebody cuter, but repeat the same old pattern. So, uh Tell us about you. How did you get interested in relationships? Um, why does it interest you? Why is it important to you? And, and why are you making such a difference with people? And it's your intention to do so. Well, those are great questions. I'm glad to start here. And going back to one thing you mentioned, that uh, the relationships in our lives being the being really what, what I heard you say was just being um, such a a catalyst for self-growth, and our relationships in our, in our life really do show us so much about ourselves. And, you know, my mission here really is to help people understand and heal their relationship to love. So we have these, we have romantic relationships in our life. We have mother-daughter, father-daughter, father-son, mother-son, sister-brother, friendships co-workers, there's relationships all around us, whether we want them or not, we are in relationship with people. And what I've found throughout the years in my own life and my clients' lives is that it's the relationship that we have to the love itself, which is completely separate than the relationship we have to that person. When we have a 
unhealthy or damaged or there's an issue of sorts with our relationship to, to love, then the relationships in our life across the board start to suffer. Um, so I really like to dig really deep with people and find out where that misconstrued or damaged or hurtful relationship with love comes from and how do we heal that first. Because until we heal the relationship that you have to love, your relationships in your life are not going to be as ideal as you want them to be. They're not going to be as fulfilling, as happy, as connected, um, as intimate, as supportive, as appreciative. You know, the list goes on and on. And your second question, um, or actually really your question to me just now was, how did I get started and where did this come from? And and if I was to take a 10,000-foot view of my own life and my own journey, it started um, – it all, and it all and it all makes sense now that ha- that life really happened for me, um, and not to me. And that's what I want all the listeners to hear first and foremost um, on this call: is life is happening for you and not to you. So, in my case, I was blessed with a very tumultuous childhood, a very volatile, emotional childhood. I was blessed with um, having to deal with hardships in love my entire life, starting. Um, as a young, starting as a young girl, and then on into my teen years, and on and on and on and on. And uh, it, somewhere along the way, it all started to make sense. It all started to make sense that I had major healing to do, and it was, and I was meant to do this. I was meant to up level. I was meant to continue to go onwards and upwards, so that I could teach other people how to heal that relationship too. So that's why I'm here. And when you were going through these various things as a as a young person, I mean, how did you make the shift from this is not just life happening to me? I mean, we would call that a divine awakening, you know, that you had. And hopefully, you know, many of us will have those awakenings many times in our lifetime. We'll die, so we'll be reborn. But how did you start getting that, that, okay... This definitely doesn't feel so great and all that. We're not denying that, but ultimately it's going to help shape me. Was there some kind of aha or epiphany that you had, or did you, like me, just get sick and tired of being sick and tired? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm smiling a little bit right now because something you said about dying and being reborn again, and, and I would imagine that a lot of people that are listening right now can, can relate to this. When you go through a bad enough breakup in your life or divorce, it does feel like you've died. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does feel like you've died inside. And, and I had that happen to me many times. And the last real heartbreak for me was a breakup with my, with my fiancé. And it, it was a breakup that, that, that took about two years to happen. And when it did, I just felt completely hopeless. I felt like there was nothing left. And that was my rebirth. That was my spiritual awakening. And in hindsight, I'm actually most proud of my spiritual awakening through all of this. I I wrote a book after my fiance and I broke up, um, a book that I had been dreaming of writing for literally 20 years. I had written in a journal when I was 13 that I wanted to write a book. And I wrote the book um, at age 33 when we broke up. So there were lots of of rebirths that happened in my life, lots of things that were birthed out of that breakup, including an entire uh, a thriving 
coaching, international coaching practice now to help other people through breakups. But the thing I'm most proud of is that spiritual awakening. Um, Absolutely. Well, Ellen, tell us the name of your book and what is the name of your book and where do we go to get it? Yeah, well, the name of my book, the name of my book is a little risque, so I'm going to say it anyways, but um, it took me a while to name it and I wanted to name it something that that is uh, is something that a lot of us say when when life is right. happening to us. So, um, so one of those one of those uh, one of those familiar sayings is "life is a bitch." <laughs> so I decided right. to name my book "Breakups Are a Bitch," but getting over it doesn't have to be. Um, and so that and that's really the key there is that tagline: it, uh, "Getting over it doesn't have to be." And I do have a website called breakupsareabitch.com that has videos, free videos, and ways to sign up and get more information from me and, and get the book and the audio program and things like that. Um, so uh, so the message is very, um, the message is actually pretty deep. Um, I actually have one video that goes into talking about whether or not our ex is our soulmate because it's, it sure does hurt to think that we've lost a soulmate. And if I can, may I talk about soulmates for a moment? Oh yeah, of course. We have no agenda. This is called free flowing spirit. So Yay. whatever, whatever okay, you're good. guided to talk about, <laughs> um, we don't do scripts on my show. We're just all free flowing in spirit. So yes, talk That's about fantastic. what you want to talk about. That's fantastic. That's like music to my ears when somebody says that I can just free flow. Um, so one of the videos that I that I talk about on my website, and it's something that I end up talking about in just about every conversation with my clients is this topic of soulmates and how painful it is when a soulmate enters our life and doesn't, doesn't stay for life. Um, I, I'm often quoted saying that the goal of our soul is to evolve. And I think if we, you know, there, has been, there have been people in the past that have broken down that word goal to say get on another level, that the G-O-A-L stands for get on another level. So my take on soulmates. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Let's don't let's don't run past that one. I want to write that one down. Excuse me. That looks like something that some of us can use. G O A L. So goal is the acronym. Get on another level. Uh, that is good. Now <laughs> that is Isn't that really yummy? good. It's just I love so, it. So- has such a spiritual um, uh, Ooh, meaning to me. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, so I are, can see why. Mm, it's just so great and on, just going onwards and upwards. And so if we, if we take that view for a moment that our soul is here to evolve and learn lessons and, be, and, and go onwards and upwards, whatever that journey may be for someone, whether it's onwards and upwards to become the best mother or it's onwards and upwards to become um, the best leader. You know, we're, we're going onwards and upwards um, should we choose, right? Not everyone chooses it. But these soulmates come in our life, and they show us where the cracks are. They show us, they trigger us, really, trigger memories from childhood. They trigger our impatient, maybe our, our, our ability to be impatient, or they trigger us insecurity, or they trigger us fear. And this is all good stuff. You know, this is the stuff that scares people, but this is the stuff that I love because when this happens, we get to see our shadows. We get to see mm. our cracks. We get to we get the opportunity to then move past them and through them and change them if we want to change them or strengthen them if we want to strengthen them. So soulmates 
quite honestly, they aren't meant, some of them, many of them, maybe even most of them, aren't even meant to last forever. They're just meant to evolve us. So that's the uh, uh, perceived or the projected illusion is that, oh, with it being a soul mate, then it's going to be for the rest of my life forever and ever and ever and ever. When the soul mate, the, the purpose is to help us draw out our soul's intention. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes yes. that comes from a place of kindness. It also comes from a place of rejection or, or whatever it does that brings out whatever needs to come out so that more of us come out is, is what you're saying. Yes, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I can totally, I can, I can see that. And see that to be true with, um, Carolyn Mace would, would make a reference to that then about that we, our contract is complete with that person. We've yes, done, I love that book. what mm, we've come to great. do, right? We've done what we've, we've come to do. Well, one of the things I, w- I want to highlight because it's, it's with what you're saying. And it's in what you were saying when we made a reference earlier, because, you know, the thing that I am an advocate for is life. And so I have a new book out that will be coming out in November. Um, you know, when did you die? Eight steps to stop dying every day and start waking up. And so what one of the things that we we talk about is is that often we feel like if we lose a, a relationship, you know, like we're going to die, 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 die. Oh, my gosh, how can I go on? Like you said, it almost felt like a death, you know. And, yes, that's that's true. You know, a part of you is dying and, and or, or a perceived who you could be when you were maybe not being yourself in that relationship or whatever. But the other thing that that I'm sure you also share with people when you do your coaching all over the world is that, if you're in a relationship and you're not true to yourself and you're not being who you are and you're not authentic, you are also dying every day. Mm, yeah. And we're not talking a physical death necessarily. That's kind of the natural part. <laughs> you know, the physical well, death yeah. it is natural. But dying while you're alive is not natural. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about energetic dying, passion dying, uh, so-called dying, that kind of stuff. I love this topic, and it reminds me of that quote. And I don't know who I don't know who said this originally, but if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what you're talking about. So going back to that, going back to the purpose of soulmates to help us evolve. That's what we're here to do: is to, to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're and it's a journey. It's not a destination. Then you're exactly right. If we're with the wrong people, if we don't take that opportunity for evolution, and we we let ourselves get stuck, or stuck in fear, stuck in doubt, um, stuck in hopelessness, stuck in um, whatever it is that we're stuck in. There's a lot of things we can get stuck in. Then we are if we are um, not watering our soul anymore, and that soul gets stuck. That soul gets suffocated, and there is no, evo- no there is no more evolution. So that's right. really where I come in is to help people move through it. Um, there's no way around it except through it. And boy, are we good! Boy, are we masterful in this human existence at avoiding things, especially the hard ones. 
Yeah, and once those layers start unraveling, then, you know, and that's the thing, and that's why I, again, I just, uh, my hat goes off to you. I celebrate the work you're doing because we we want to spend more time in our lives understanding relationships, not just leaving one to go jump in another one, but to understand what is it within me that I'm wanting to mirror in the first place? What is it within me that I keep patterning? What is it that I keep attracting the same kind of person, but the common thread is I'm there? And to me, that's that's where you're able to help people see so clearly Uh, how when you're getting through the change that you can let go of some old, uh, worn-out identification that you may have of yourself. I'm talking with uh, Ellen Smoke today, and um, she is on fire. It's a different spelling of smoke, (laughs) S-M-O-A-K, Ellen Smoke. And she has written the book, Breakups Are a Bitch, but getting through it doesn't have to be. And you can go to her website, just like I just said, dot com, breakups are bitch dot com, or you can also go and visit her on Cupid's C U P I D S Roast R O S T dot com, and you can sign up for uh, various activities, e news things that she sends out, so you can find out more about her work and what she's doing. I want to thank all of you who listen to Unity Online Radio and who share the message of our radio shows with other people. We are in so many other countries. We are aired throughout the world, and we are grateful because of you that people actually know that we're here. We'll be right back after this short break to hear more about what Ellen is going to share us about relationship. Thank you, everyone. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you'll give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the love offerings of listeners to continue operating and expand its outreach. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. You ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings, is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on shop. The great forgetting. That's what some call this time in which we are living. It is a time when we have become so youth-obsessed and age-averse 
that the wisdom and experience of our elders is being marginalized and in too many cases lost. Each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central Time, George and Sedina Campanelli, co-founders of Age Nation and co-authors of the award-winning Do Not Go Quietly, talk with some of the leading wisdom keepers of our time about how we can use this precious gift called our lives to create a more sane, sustainable, conscious, and loving world. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central on Do Not Go Quietly, conversations with the wisdom keepers, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Rev. Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Rev. Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Ellen Smoke. She is a modern-day relationship expert helping people understand and clarifying how to move past the relationships that you have lost and more importantly to gain the relationship that you have that you can always count on that also is equal to every relationship you will continue to have and that's the one with yourself. Ellen, when we were talking on the show and we first started, we talked about how, you know, eventually we have the switch, the light switch goes on. We discover that life is for us, not against us, that life is happening for our advantages, for our well-being, and nothing's just happening to us. We're kind of programmed. We become robotic, robotic in our society. You know, people listen to the news. They run, go get the flu shot. They go do this because somebody told them to, and they don't ever think about, well, why am I doing this in the first place? And you were talking about how how you felt because you were – I mean, I've done, you know, research on you and everything, and I know that you had been with this man for five years. You adopted animals. I mean, you were like on the door walking down the aisle, and all of a sudden, then your whole life and all the years of planning that you had before you, your paradigm changed forever. How was that for you? Oh, it was, it was at the, t- at the time, it was the scariest thing I'd ever done in my entire life, the scariest thing that ever happened to me. I, I had a moment where I thought life was over and I would never be loved again and I would be alone. In fact, I had several cats at the time, so um, I, was, I really thought I was going to be alone in a house full of cats. I thought that was uh-huh. going to be my life. Um, and I, I did actually endure more loss than just the relationship. So I was working, I had a full-time job working for my fiancé's company. Uh, We were living together. So when this relationship ended, I did lose more than just the relationship, which happens, right? People have to move out of their houses. You might lose custody of your children. In my case, I lost custody of the animals or a animal. Um, So it's terrifying. And I, I would imagine there are people on the phone that can relate to the I'm going to be alone, I'm so alone, almost this broken record that starts playing in your head. Even if it's really soft, even if it's happening subconsciously, it starts to happen. 
and it's terrifying. And for me, that's when my, that's when I really had to reach down into the depths of my own soul and realize that I wasn't alone. So thank the, thank the heavens I had, I had gone to church my whole life and I had gone to Young Life and, and I had, I actually had a pretty, a pretty good religious foundation. Um, I'm not sure that I had the spiritual foundation when I was from, from, from going to church when I was, when I was younger, but I developed actually the spiritual foundation very much on a yoga mat for years during my 20s. And so when the breakup happened when I was 33, I was able to look back and go, wait a second, um, I know how to connect. I was able to connect on a yoga mat. I was able to get quiet. I was able to, to think deep, you know, think deeply. And then I thought, and I learned all this stuff back when I was younger. I wonder if this is true. I wonder if all this stuff is real. <laughs> and I started, I started having conversations with God. I started praying. I started asking for help. And I started, it was the only thing I felt like I had left to do. I started asking for help. And, um, and I, I started being grateful for what was still in my life. And pretty quickly, things started to turn around. Um, pretty darn quickly, they started to turn around. So, so I was fortunate. I, I got confirmation super darn fast that I wasn't alone. And my faith and my faith in God and in, in, in creation and in faith in in, um, in spirit, all of it was renewed. And that's why I said earlier in our conversation that my spiritual journey, my spiritual rebirthing, is what I'm most proud of. Because that's what I fall back on. Not even fall back on. That's what I have. Right? I mean, that's what's coming from inside, inside out of me now, um, which I, I think is it, same with you. It's like this is, this, is, this is why people are listening. You know, I would imagine there's people on the phone who they, 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 want, to, they want to feel that. They believe it in their head. They don't feel it in their bodies yet. They haven't been able to embody that faith and embody that belief. So a lot of my coaching is about embodying what our head is already telling us. It's been said that the longest, journey that we'll ever take is from our head to our heart. That's that embodiment process. Like, okay, I hear you guys. I hear you saying that there's that, that faith and trust and belief is there. I hear you saying that there's this spiritual world. I hear you saying that we're not alone, but I don't feel it yet. Right. Until we feel it, it's not real. Once we feel it, then we know it's real. I'd love to know your take on that. I mean, as, as a spiritual, as a spiritual leader in your, in, in globally, because um, I, I deal more with the inner belief system. I deal more with the fears, the limiting beliefs, the things that are consciously getting in our way and subconsciously being reinforced because of our programming. Mm-hmm. I deal more with that than I do necessarily with the spirituality, but the spirituality gets birthed out of all of it. So spirituality almost happens organically when people start to get in touch with their body and their feelings and what's going on underneath it and, and starting and, and when they start to feel that they that they don't that they're that they don't have to be scared as much. That they that they are they're starting to feel hope because they're not feeling as hopeless. Right. Well, yes, absolutely. And I I think that, you know, in the, in what you're talking about, I mean part of our whole uh, essence of existing is to be able to see grace with a face. You know, we are given grace all the time. I mean, we are born onto this amazing planet 
with beauty all around us, with these uh, incredible animals and creatures and, and people, and it's grace with a face. You know, we name it a butterfly, we name it a tree. It becomes how we see grace with a face. And one of the things we long so much in our humanity is to have another person that we can companion, you know, and have grace with a face and make that identification. But one of the things that when we talk about spiritually that, you know, we're, we're getting a bit away from in our cultures is we're, we're getting too into the noise and into the indoors and into the things that we operate indoors. It's very interesting because, you know, most computers you can't operate outdoors because you can't see them. <laughs> you know, so we tend to go back into doors, we're indoors, where our children are indoors. Um, when we were spending time outside and outdoors in nature, there was more of a balance, you know, for each of us. And we got used to being alone because there wasn't a sense of lonely because lonely was more contemplative, more quiet, more creative. You know, you could sit all day and do things with mud and dirt and trees and, you know, make up games and, you know, all these kind of things. But we are now into a place of noise and clacking and busyness and TVs running and blaring and radios and somebody getting in touch with us all the time and blah, 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 blah. And so, wow, what would lonely look like, right? But to me, to answer full circle around for your question is there's nothing more lonely than not being yourself while you're in the midst of people. That would be what I would say is lonely, where a lot of people feel that lonely has something to do with, oh, I'm not in a love relationship. Yes, um, that's a, this is an interesting segue interesting transformation in this conversation around around loneliness and the the word that keeps coming to my mind is the word that all every single one of my clients man woman 29 year old 72 year old says to me they want to be they want to feel connected when i say how do you want to feel how do you want to feel in a relationship they say connected And then we go on to teach people, I go on to teach my clients how to have that connection first. We have to become, in order to have the relationship that's ideal for us, the one that's that's just going to get our juices flowing and just make us feel so great and make us so satisfied and content when when we rest our head on the pillow at night, is the one that we get after we become the person that we want to be with. So if you want to be connected, if you're listening to this and you want connection or you want to be connected, how do you become connection? So we look at how we want to feel and we figure out how to, how to be that right now, no matter what. If you want to feel connected, well, that's, that's contingent on something or someone. But connection is yours whenever you want it. So I find that when I start working with the feeling ways, the feeling the, the feeling desires, the desired feelings, that spirituality starts to become birthed out of it. Connection to God and divinity starts becoming birthed out of it without even me even having to say God. And I do have, you know, my clients are across the board. Some of them 
Um, some of them come to me and, and they don't know if they believe in anything anymore and some of them are going to church every Sunday and they believe. Um, but it's that, it's that connection. It's that connection that they want and it, it, it's just beautiful to watch it happen. Um, and the loneliness starts to, starts to disappear organically. We're not focusing on trying not to be lonely. We're focusing on how to feel connection. Mm. So you're able to support people in transcending from a place of feeling broken to knowing their wholeness. Mm. Yes. Yes. And it's an that, embodiment process. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. three words that people, I usually think about when people first start, when I when I'm talking to people for the first time. It's three words. They all start with E. Expansion, embodiment, and empowerment. So when people typically get out of a breakup, you're contracted, right? You're being, your body is being riddled with fear and anxiety and all sorts of other things, right, that give you that death feeling like your life is over. Um, and so that's, their, their embodiment is of something that is not serving them. Right, mm-hmm. the, the the fear isn't serving you, and it's disempowering. It's completely disempowering. And many of us, and this is a whole other conversation, but many of us have been so disempowered our whole life because our our past is still disempowering us. So I take people through a process of completely rewriting and re-imprinting our emotional imprint around our past. So if someone works with me, I typically work with people for ninety days. And at the end of that 90 days, um, they're feeling more empowered. They're feeling more in their body. They're feeling more expansive. And once they feel that expansion, that's when they connect to spirit. It's just beautiful. It is beautiful. And think about the advantages of that, that if a person would be willing to invest 90 days, it would offer them probably an additional, you know, 30, 40, the additional fun, learning, supportive, admiration, respect, most importantly for themselves, but then they would actually have and could create that kind of relationship with other people. And to me, that's the missing. That's often the missing is that people say, oh, I want that over there. I, I see that there. I see somebody having that over there and I want that. But they don't understand that the reason the person has that over there is they put the time, the investment, the energy, the everything that it took, you know, in order to get that benefit. And so it's a short-term investment um, to do, uh, not only financially, but with your time, with doing the work, with doing, um, you know, I know somebody said to me one time, um, I love your deep belly laugh. You know, I just love it. You have the funniest, the most steepest laugh. I can hear it across the room. I wish I could laugh like that. And I said, well, I don't know that you'd want to go through what I've gone through to have this laugh. This laugh came from lots of tears, lots of heartache, lots of challenges, lots of pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't just buy this laugh. You know, I go online and look up laugh and download it. You know, it came from um, a lot of uh, experience and depth. And um, But that's what happens. That's what comes from the depth of ourselves if we're willing to go there. 
and yet and and it will give us those long-term gains so i i just love that you're supporting people and truly seeing i mean because it's like please people get off the train please get off the energy of just keeping and doing the same old thing and thinking so little of yourself to just hook up with relationships that they're not good for you I'm, I'm sure you see this all the time, right, Ellen? I mean, you'll have a person, they go through a breakup, and within two weeks, they're with somebody else. Different different uh, look, but same dynamics. And you help change that. That's what I love. It's a wonderful, beautiful process. It's not easy. It's not for everyone. It's transformation. It is, it is intentional transformation. Transformation is always happening, right? I mean, there's tools outside my house now and they're not going to be there but for about two weeks and then they're going to transform and they'll go back underground until next year. So we're transforming, but the intentional transformation, that's when you have to start walking through that inner fire. Right? That's what we call it in yoga. We call it inner fire. So if you've ever done a yoga pose, in yoga philosophy they say, the moment that you want to stop doing the pose is the moment that the yoga starts. So the same mm-hmm. thing is, is it happens during intentional transformation and coaching and and um, and even in, in, in church and pushing yourself and, and stretching yourself spiritually, you're hitting your own glass ceilings, you're hitting your own doubts, you're hitting your own fears, you're hitting your home, your own um, um, even, even some would even say we, we have a we have a only have a certain capacity of happiness. We start feeling good for too many days straight and something inside of us goes, Oh wait, wait, wait. You don't deserve to feel this happy. This is way too much. <laughs> and something, <laughs> and you do something to, to feel that again, whether it's eat the whole pizza, you know, frozen pizza in the oven or whatever it is. So, um, so the intentional transformation is really, it's a, it's a gift, but it is for everyone, but not everyone is going to choose it, right? It's, um, mm-hmm. it, it's really a choice that you have to make. That's the hardest step um, is that, is that first choice. And, yeah, I'm feeling called right now to do something for your audience. If anyone is interested in a 90-day transformation, I'd like to offer a free consult to anybody who um, who emails me. Is that okay with you? Oh, goodness, yes. That would be awesome. So um, all of you, what you do, get your pencil. Go to Cupid's Roast, C-U-P-I-D-S, roast r-o-a-s-t dot com and you can sign up right now put your name and your email that's all that's required of you and ellen will contact you about a free consult i think that's an excellent idea you know we're very fortunate today we're listening to truly when we say expert we're talking that ellen is an internationally acclaimed author speaker and host her work's been on abc nbc yahoo and fox she is noted for her work with people with relationships she's the author of the book breakups are a bitch but getting over them doesn't have to be you can go to her website for that as well just google her ellen smoke s-m-o-a-k i want to thank all of you for your contributions and your gifts to unity online radio which give us the opportunity to share more of our message near and far and across the globe also In these types of conversations, we have them all the time at Unity Campus. 
We have people that listen to us all over the world and send us feedback about what they receive of various tools. You can see us online. You can watch me online. Go to unitycampus.org and you can find out all about our spiritual community. We'll be right back after this short break to enjoy a few more minutes with Ellen Smoke. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. My mind and body are in an ongoing conversation. My body responds to my thoughts, and my mind continually receives messages from my body, especially when something is out of order. However, I am more than mind and body. I am created in the image and likeness of God. I am first and foremost spirit. As I bring my spiritual awareness into the conversation between mind and body, I keep myself in balance. I know my body and its needs. I nurture it with food and water, rest and exercise. I also send an affirmation of life and renewal to every cell of my being. With spirit-centered thoughts, words, and actions, I claim my true identity as a whole and healthy expression of God, mind, body, and spirit. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And thank you for being with us today, everyone, and being in this rich conversation with Ellen Smoke, relationship expert. And Ellen and I were talking about uh, during break, and I I think um, I'm dating myself a little bit, but many of us remember that song, Feelings, nothing more than feelings, trying to forget my feelings of love. (laughs) We all all have that. Summer in our lives, you know. I mean, I know verbatim that song, just on and on and on and on. I don't still have the wine, the wine and the cheese with the song now, <laughs> but I can 
still remember that song almost verbatim. Like, are you kidding me? Those feelings of love and teardrops running down on my face. So what is it about these feelings of love, Ellen? Help us out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. What is it about these feelings of love? We, you know, we don't think about our feelings enough. We're we're told so many times when we're younger, um, you're too sensitive, right? Some of us have heard that. Um, you shouldn't feel that way. That's that's stupid. That's ridiculous. And we've been we've been programmed that feeling is not okay. And especially the boys, you know, you guys. I just feel so bad sometimes because the boys, especially, were told not to have any feelings, but they have feelings too, right? So as adults, it's almost been forbidden for us to think about what we want, what we want to feel, how we want to feel. It's all about me. In fact, I think that's a a saying that has a bad reputation because the thing is, it is all about you. It's all about every single one of you and how you want to feel. And so let's let's actually talk a little bit about feelings and how you want to feel because when the love is taken out of your life, whether it's you making the decision to to leave the loving relationship or the love relationship, even if it's not that loving anymore, or the love has been taken from you, then I think one of the best things for us to do to start to transition that is not to not to do what we do best, which is we obsess about the love being gone. We obsess about that person that's all we can think about. And so just to give everyone a little um, a little uh, exercise almost, a little homework, something something concrete for them to take with them after this call, um, if this, this call is spoken to you, write, take out a piece of paper and write down how you want to feel. You know, you heard, you heard me talk about connection before. Do you want to feel connected? Do you want to feel connection? Um, even if you still want to feel loved, you know, that might be on your list. That's on a lot of people's lists. Um, if that's still a desire that you have, um, write that down. You want to feel appreciation. You want to feel respect. Um, you want to feel divine. How is it that you want? You want to feel feminine. You want to feel sexy. Um, all these things are great. And, and so getting really, really clear, clarity isn't, isn't king. It's like everything, I think, when it comes to relationships um, and the relationship with yourself. So writing down how you want to feel in life and then, and then taking an assessment from there. You know, what do you do in your life already that make you feel that way, that give you those feelings, that contribute to those feelings? Do you garden? Does your gardening give you a sense of connection to Mother Nature, to Earth, to Spirit? Do you, do you love to dance and you don't do enough of it? and that makes you feel sexy and, and desired, then go do more dancing. So let's take the focus off of what was just, what was just um, in, in, in well, we use this term, taken from us, right? What was just taken from us or what we just lost, and instead start to concentrate on the things that, on the ways that you want to feel and what's in your life that make, that, that help you feel that way and what you can add to your life to help bring out those feelings as well. So one of my favorite writers, her name is Danielle Laporte, she talks about core desire feelings, and she says, we have it all backwards. We, go, we chase goals, we chase desires, we chase money, we chase careers, we chase people, and then we get that career, job, or person, or, or, or money in the bank, and we still don't feel very good. So first, let's figure out how we want to feel, and let's go chase the feelings instead. Let's go find the feelings instead. And going back to what we talked about before with that embodiment process, the more you, the more you can become those feelings, 
on your own, the more that you can satisfy yourself with those feelings on your own, um, law of attraction says we get what we give, right? So we become that person we want the most in our life or we want to be the most in our life or we want to love the most in our life or we want to date the most in our life. And that person or persons will start to show up more readily. So I call it the miracle zone. Get into the miracle zone. Get your body, get, you know, get on another level. Get your energy up. Get your emotions up. Get on another level and start to notice all the miracles that start showing up in your life. I love that. And, you know, I, to me, it's so much of life is just bringing back common sense. And, and it's like, why would you want to be in a relationship with someone that didn't honor your feelings? You know, so how can we live and not acknowledge our own feelings and then expect to have somebody else? In other words, for me, it's just simple math. You can't ask somebody to do for you what you're unwilling to do for yourself. It's not going to happen. I mean, even if they did offer the best of that, it wouldn't be comfortable. So Agreed. Completely agreed. Um, we wait for somebody else to love us when we're not showing ourselves love. Right. We, right. And self-love, gosh, that's a big one for people. You know, what is self-love? And is it, is that, does self-love mean going to the gym? Well, no, that's self-care. But that's a, that is a department of self-love. You know, what is, is self-love respecting myself? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a department of, Mm -hmm. um, self-love is different things for different people. And I think at the heart of it, um, is learning, um, what makes us tick. Um, what makes us happy? What do we desire? What is our truth? Um, and even what's our, what are our uglies? <laughs> you know, what are the uglies? And, um, and loving all of it, you know, appreciating all of it. Um, having a sense of, a real sense of self, like your two feet are standing strong in the ground and, and you walk, you're walking in your life heart forward and, and you're okay. You know, you're absolutely, you're, you're okay no matter what happens to you. Self-love is a sense of stability that comes from the inside out. And it's a stability that we find on our own. And that's, that's not what everybody wants to hear. Everybody wants to hear what Walt Disney tells us, which is just sit there and be a damsel in distress and your knight in shining armor will come along and rescue you. <laughs> and good luck <laughs> with that. That's not it. <laughs> it's just not good it. Good luck so. with that. Because, again, until, you'll, <laughs> until you do it for yourself... Until you make that candlelight dinner for yourself, odds are no one else is ever going to do it for you. Because until you're comfortable with yourself, then no one else is going to be comfortable with you either. So it's just it just goes back to that whole thing, you know, over and over again. It still comes back to what do you think about yourself? How much do you love yourself? And that's what I enjoy about your work is that you're not uh, airy-fairy and fluffy you're real authentic let's get to work people you know in order to have something that i no longer have i must be willing to do something that i've yet to do um this is not hard but we make it hard and unless we're willing to do the work it is always hard um but it it's it's basically simple stuff if we would just be willing to be in the flow of it so I want to again say um, that you have been given, all of us have been given a, 
an opportunity to to do a consult with Ellen and kind of check out things. I mean, even if you're currently in a relationship, go ahead and pursue her as well and just uh, share with her some of the ideas and thoughts that you have because therefore you may get just some new insights and how to improve the relationship that you're currently in. You can go to Cupid's Roast, C-U-P-I-D-S, Roast.com. You'll see Ellen's nice photo right there. and she, I, You have a little video there to a little intro. And you can fill your name and your email out. That's all you need to do. And Ellen then will be able to get back in touch with you for you to do that. And this book sounds like the kind of book that you, I know all of you have people in your life that are experiencing a relationship breakup. (laughs) That's for sure. So Ellen, uh, tell us what website to go to to get your book, please. Well, before I do that, I'd like to give people an easier way to get a consult with me. Just email me directly at ellen at ellensmoke.com, E-L-L-E-N-S-M-O-A-K, and just put temple in the subject line, and I'll make sure to get you my private scheduler. Um, And yes, this is for in a breakup or in a relationship, out of a relationship, um, let's just have a little chit-chat on how to get you on the next level in, in, your, in your love life in general. Um, and to get the book, you can go to breakupforabitch.com and get a, a couple of free videos. And the book is actually available um, in a package with some other downloads, some other, some other volumes and other course material. Um, or if you email me, I can get you the book, uh, the book directly. So we're just a couple weeks shy of it getting on Amazon. And congratulations on that, um, because I know that you've already got such a wide range of followers, so so it's just really great. Thank That's you. Really Thank you for fun. having me. This was fun. It's such a, oh you know, this topic can be so heavy and sad, and oh my gosh, my heart is broken, but this is fun. This is evolution. This is enlightenment, right? The word enlightenment has the word light in it. So I know I know you like that. Let's be flowing. Let's lighten up, and so I I, I want to bring that to people's love life. I want to bring enlightenment to your love life. Yeah, well, it's you know everything that we that we do that brings forth um, immense change. I mean, every now and then we have a instantaneous healing. Uh, that's always. Um, super duper when that happens but for the most part it requires effort awareness of patterning uh insight knowing what we do connecting with that and and that's where you come in because obviously if we could see it for ourselves um we would already done something about it and that's why i'm such an advocate for get somebody outside of your circle a professional to work with so again it's been my pleasure also to talk to ellen smoke because i am one of those people that used to have kind of ordinary relationships so i appreciated it and now i have the love of my life so i not only know how to talk about it but i have lived through it and experienced it so it's well worth it trust me well worth it so ellen thank you for being on our show today everyone write ellen at ellensmoke.com and put in the subject line temple and she will then get you set up to do a free consult make this year 2014 the year of change for yourself it's ready it's time let's get going thank you ellen god bless you on this amazing journey we call life love love
Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, Words from Our Past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, Words from Our Past, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony, healing and creative ideas, is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. 